The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So let's turn our attention now to highlight the plight of workers at arms manufacturer Denal, which has been going through a number of financial difficulties. Uh, the company's financial and liquidity position are said to be under extreme pressure and therefore resulting in workers not being paid. Abigail Moyo is the spokesperson for the United Association of South Africa. She joins me now. Abigail, good morning to you. Good day, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for making time to be part of this conversation. The latest oh, letters um, and statements from uh, the leadership at Denal telling workers that they won't be paid, it's not the first time that Denal workers have, have been here. Take us again to over the past two years and the number of times that workers have simply been left to not know what's going to happen at the end of the month? Um, well, um, certainly, uh, to be honest, it's, it's been quite a tough time for the now uh, workers who have been uh, going through some quite difficult time at the moment mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, at some point uh, they were only like uh, let known through like uh, communications that they will not be receiving their full salaries of which um, has been very challenging for them because they have to report to work and as we all know that uh, this issue started um, I think that was yeah, early last year mostly probably around July that's mm-hmm. when uh, you know employees have not been receiving their full salaries so from from early July last year, they've been receiving just a fraction of their salaries. Yes. Talk to me about the payment of some of the benefits, such as the pension funds, etc., that also seem to not be paid at some stage. Yes, um, that is correct. Um, most of their benefits have not also been paid in time, and since they have been... Um, uh, sliding down the scales of the salaries. Obviously, mm. if you are not getting a full salary, so obviously some of the um, of your benefits are not paid towards. And at this point in time, Dinal is owing a lot of money towards their employees in terms of their salaries. <laughs> so even there are some of their benefits that are in areas because they have not been paid as well as their salaries. So that's how things have been happening at the moment. Give me give me an example of the percentages um, by which salaries have dropped. Okay, please repeat that. By how much have salaries actually decreased since uh, mm-hmm. since they had to take um, these cuts in July last year? Yes, um, that one is a bit tricky because mm-hmm. um, the percentages have been like you know um, fluctuating. They haven't been like uh, literally spending by one percentage as they drop the salaries. So some have been receiving forty percent of their salaries. Some have been receiving fifty, and that was depending on the month-to-month basis. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, it's not like you know has been like you know sending by one percentage as, as to say maybe you are just decreasing by thirty percent for everyone, mm-hmm. and it has been depending on how much someone is earning. So let's say maybe you are earning. For example, I'm not saying this is the case. Sure, <laughs> you're sure. earning out say ten thousand per month, then maybe you can get fifty percent of your salary. Someone who's earning more can get, you know, thirty percent of their salary. You know, so I yeah, there is like really not like a clear picture on what has been happening in terms of the percentages, but they have been fluctuating. And this has affected all workers at Denel, including management? Well, yes, certainly. Um, it's like everyone has been affected by this, in, yeah, even management as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just um, workers, you know, that are down like in the in the consumer like line. Yeah, it's like literally everyone in Denial. 
Now, one of the things that we're hearing now is that people have been very negatively affected by this, and understandably so. You know, if you're having to work with just forty percent of of your salary, it can be difficult to get by. That is very true. Yes. Um, to be honest, um, you know, as a an organised labour, it's really a difficult time for us because you know we've been trying very hard to negotiate and to make sure that our people receive their full salaries, of which has not been happening. Um, people, our workers that did now have been directly affected. Mm-hmm. They have families to take care of. They have bills to pay. So to be honest, this past year, yeah, year per se, has been really challenging for them because at the end of the day, you're not receiving a full salary, but you're expected to report to work. You need transport money. If you're using a car, you need petrol. Uh, kids were going back to school recently. Uh, you have maybe a bond. You have a car to pay off. And to be honest, I remember we spoke to some of the you know, um, workers who were like really impacted, and some of them, um, it really stretched to a point where they lost their houses. That's how much mm. hard it has been for them. We're told that there's some employees that are living in their cars. Uh, well, unfortunately for that, I do not have information on that part mm, for now. Mm, mm, and the mental strain that this has been causing on some of those employees? Um, well, certainly, hey, because um, to be honest, you know, some most of, most of these people are breadwinners of which now they were not able to take care of their families adequately, you know, as they are supposed to. So honestly, this has been like both like financially stressful and Mm. even like mentally because you are now trying to make means for your family of which they are not, you know, surfacing to anything and your family is looking at you. They need you to make a plan for them and obviously you are still employed, but your employer is not able to pay you a full salary, you know, and you still need to report to work at the end of the day. Mm. So honestly, the uh, employees are going through a lot at this moment. They are going through a tough time. It started off with the reduction of salaries. I understand now that there's been a complete non-payment of of salaries. Yes, um, that was in April. That was in April, yes, when, you know, we just communicated that they were not able to pay their salaries at all, yes, that is true. And for May? From now, we are still waiting for them to send out a communication. Have they not communicated about whether or not they'll be paying salaries this month? Um, they did communicate, but we are not sure if they are still going to get potions or it's like a total zero for May salaries at this moment. Mm. So what yeah. are workers doing? Are they still coming to work even though they haven't been paid their salaries for, for a month now, for over a month? Well, yes. Um, do you know workers are still reporting for duty, even if they haven't received their salaries? Because, you know, this is like a battle that they need to fight. And, you know, if you have the grounds to say, I did come to it, but you are still not paying me my full salary, then it's understandable. So they are still reporting to, to work. It's such a difficult position for these workers. Abigail Moyo is the spokesperson for the United Association of South Africa. And as you heard, she is part of the representatives of organized labor um, that is trying to negotiate with management um, on behalf of the employees of Denal. Abigail, do you get a sense that there is a, a will to actually resolve the situation that Denal workers find themselves in? 
I'm well for now, and from my side, I would not want to, you know, implicate myself because the person who was actually supposed to take on this interview is our operational manager, um, who is the person who is on the ground in terms of, you know, you know, attending meetings with them. So all I can say at this moment is that we are trying our level best, our hardest, to negotiate uh, on behalf of our of our members who are employed by Dinao at Dinao and are going forward, you know, the matters are still in court and Dinao is also like communicating and um, what do you call, what's the word, um, um, talking to unions, you know, mm. organized labor who have members at Dinao. So going forward at this moment, we're still just waiting for Dinao to come back to us and, you know, if there is any uh, any positive outcome that may surface from all these um uh, these talks with now, then we'll have more information going forward. But for now, we're still negotiating with the enterprise. And workers are being dealt a, a completely raw deal. Let me go to the phone lines. Of course, you can also get in touch with us on this conversation, 011-714-2006. So uh, you heard from Abigail, Denal workers from last year, July, have had to take salary cuts of up to 40 and 50%. Now, from April, they have not received their salaries, and it looks like that is set to continue over the next couple of months. In fact, uh, I'm looking in, in front of me at an article that was published by The Citizen just a couple of days ago. And it involves, it, it, it includes in it a communication from the CEO, Donnell, who is advising workers that they could well not be paid again at the end of May. And that letter states that at this stage, we will not be in a position to honor the payment of the May 2021 salaries by the 25th due to a lack of cash will communicate the salary sliding day, sliding scale rather and the date of payment for the month of april may 21 payroll as soon as our cash position has improved and it also says that benefits such as medical aid uh, denret pension contributions sars garnishes home loans dispute levies union subscriptions are all at risk of not being paid and that just paints a picture for you in terms of what is happening at Denal. Let me go to Ntlantla. Ntlantla, you are in Johannesburg and of course, you know, when we spoke about this Denal issue this morning, you got in touch with us. Tell, tell me about your involvement with Denal. Um, hi, Kathy and hi to your listeners. Um, firstly, Kathy, I'm a contractor that has a company. Um, mm. I was invited uh, to come and assess a, a, a UPS uh, that had blown up. So on my arrival, I found that uh, we cannot repair it. We basically need to replace it. Mm-hmm. So I quoted for the job. Um, I was with other companies, so I basically uh, quoted and I was the one that was awarded the job. I carried out the job as it was an emergency. I mean, you, you need UPS power to, to feed your computers and servers and all of that. So we carried it out the job on the 27th of November last year. And since then, uh, yeah, payment has been an issue. I've sent numerous emails. Mm. Um, I've reached out to the manager or the director, rather. Um, since then, it's, it's a lot of money that I've spent on my side as a company. And mm. as an SME, it really affects you, you know. Um, yeah, we, I don't know, honestly, right? 
now what to do. So, Ndanka, are they simply not saying anything to they, you as somebody are, that has been a service provider for them? They are not saying anything. Mm-hmm. What was part of your original agreement with them? When were you expecting to get paid? So, uh, payment is 30 days uh, from the date of uh, invoice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I basically delivered the service or installed the UPS and uh, I invoiced immediately. So, uh, 30 days from there would have been uh, either December. We know December has holidays, so mm-hmm. I would have expected either in December or early January. But since then, nothing has come true and nobody's explaining to me what's happening. So, I'm just yeah, hearing these things yeah. on the media now. You know? And and how do you feel when you hear the reports about the kind of financial crisis that Denal seems to be in? And of course, you think about the monies that are owed to you, but you hear that they can't even pay staff. Do you think that you, you're ever going to be able to get your money? <laughs> Danta? Yeah, that, that's a, a good question. I, mm. I, I don't think I'll ever get my money. Uh, not at this point, it looks like, uh, you know, and, and they're not saying anything. Uh, I've tried to, 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 to reach some lawyers where I've sent letters of demands, but they're mm. just ignoring that. Mm. Do you think it's time for you to go and take back your UPS? <laughs> I think that's what I need to do. The, the problem is that I mean, now I'll never recover that money that I've spent mm. on purchasing the, the mm. UPS. You know? mm. I, I think I'll do that, but I still need to sell it some. Oh, Ntanta, I'm so sorry to hear about your experience and just what you've been going through. Ntanta, out in Joburg, uh, and he's a service provider that has been affected by uh, the lack of money, the cash crunch that Denal seems to be undergoing. And, you know, the 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 red the, the red flags have been there for some time. We didn't just wake up and find Denal in the state. It has been leading here for a couple of years now. And as you can see, it is the workers of Denal that have to pay uh, for some of the difficulties that the that the SOE is under. And we know that it, it is also one of those that uh, has been implicated, especially when you look at the evidence around Denal at state capture monies that were spent over projects that never happened. Mike and Newlands, good morning. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to your guests. And what a tragic story. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, I don't know, you know, unfortunately, as you say, this was a train crash that was coming. But what we're listening to about Danelle, of course, reflects every single uh, state-owned uh, enterprise in South Africa. They're all in exactly the same position. But Danelle was particularly tragic. I remember reading about the fact that one person committed suicide and another person shot himself. This didn't really even make the press. People didn't even really talk about it. And I thought to myself, wow. And I looked into Nell at the time, and it, I don't know if this is still true, but Nell had been deducting uh, pay as you earn from the wages of the employees, but not paying them over to SARS. Mm, mm. I, I, so I, I do remember way. that story, Mike. I do remember something uh, to, to those lines. And maybe Abigail can, can come in. Let me quickly ask her about it. Abigail? Yes. Let's do. Do you remember the story about Denel not paying its pay, pay as you earn tax over to SARS? Ah, uh, was it this year? No, I think it must have been last year. Last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes, I do remember seeing a bit of that on the media. Oh, okay, but you can't speak to us from uh, a union perspective. Well, unfortunately, I can't because that is the now that has to pay over those monies for on behalf of their employees.
Oh, okay. All right, yes. Mike? Yes, no, no, well, interestingly enough, uh, if, if, you might, might not know this, but if you, in the case of the Denel employees, if you work for Denel and mm-hmm. if you leave Denel, the next thing that does is SARS will not claim from you the taxes that they've already deducted. So you get a double whammy, which okay. is the reason for this particular person who are understood committed suicide. But, you know, just, just more than that, what I, what I can't understand, and perhaps not to want to kick anybody when they're down, but surely people who work for Denel and work for SOEs must have seen this coming. We only had this to the Zonda Commission with the State Security Agency. Um, it took nine million rand for international travel. Another guy claimed, I think it was 90,000 euros without any paperwork. So we know hundreds of millions of rands has been stolen out of the State Security Board for, obviously, for lifestyle and ANC stuff. And, and, and also, of course, he has a lot of the went to the ANC campaigns. Why are, why are members such as this lady and many others in their own SOEs not speaking out? Because they knew full well years ago that Danelle was never going to survive. They had a case, Kathy, just in conclusion. They won an armored contract to make armored cars for Arms Corps. Mm-hmm. By the way, no other contractor was allowed to apply for this tender, so it was awarded to Arms Corps. To this day, Danelle has not made one armored car. But, but, but they, Mike, what are mm, you expecting rank-and-file employees of an organization to do realistically? Realistically, well, if, what can if, they do? If they, if they are unionized, they, 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 and, and, and even if they're not, they need to form a body and then they need to, to go public with the way the state security or the way the agency is being run. They, they, it's like working for a private company. If you know your boss is feeding money and that, that company, you're going to lose your, bar, your job, you need to do something about it. Surely it can't be a case of they just sit around. Well, maybe I'll tell you what else. At least they could vote in another government possibly that wouldn't run the SOE. Yeah, but, 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 but Mike, it takes more than just the, the, the employees of Denel to sway votes in this country. You know, we're talking about millions of votes that are required for that. I think you're being a bit unfair on the employees Maybe. because some of the unions have. have some of the unions have been talking about the challenges of Denel for years now. And in fact that's part of why we're doing even the story today because the mm. unions are speaking out about how the employees um, are suffering uh, at, yeah. at at the organization. Understood. All right. Thank All right, you. Mike. Mike out in Newlands. Um Z, let me come to you quickly. Good morning to you. Morning, Fiskat. How are you? Hi. Uh, 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 hi, Isis. The reason why I hate corruption is because of the same thing that we are talking about. Mm. You've got people who are on top management committing corruption, and the culprits will be the ordinary people. Mm. And you'll find these people roaming around. And, and I'm, I'm so disappointed to hear, I'm not too sure if it's a pastor or what, for real. Uh, the likes of Pastor Duma, who now, when uh, President Zuma is, is, is held to, to, to account, now they are telling about the age and they are coming up with conspiracy that why is the only one person is singled out. Even if it's seven, even if it's one, there must be consequences in this country. But we find people who are always complaining when there is someone who's held accountable, now they are crying foul. I don't care if four or three, as long as there are people who are held accountable. Because once a corruption is, it destroys people. Absolutely, Mzee. Absolutely. Let's leave it there. Mzee out in the Eastern Cape. Mzee's absolutely right. 
at the end of the day, it's ordinary people that suffer the consequences of the corruption that we are talking about. All right, I'm going to continue with more of your calls that have been lined up and Abigail Moyo will also stay on the line. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue our conversation looking at the plight of Denal workers in particular who have not been paid salaries between April and May. So, Abigail, just to find out from you, what are the next steps from you as uh, the United Association of South Africa? Um, Right at this moment, um, going forward, our main focus is to obviously fight for the rights of our members who are employed by Denal. Um, to make sure that you now um, um, are obligated to uh, their contractual obligations, they literally, like, you know, give our people whatever amount that they owe them in terms of their salaries, uh, because it's not a good uh, picture to see our members being affected to this extent, because, to be honest, the cost of living is too high. People are not managing as it is. And as we all know, that everyone was affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. So right at this moment, what we are fighting for is for Denel to pay our people. And that is um, the negotiations that we are looking forward to continue with and to make sure that the enterprise come back to us with, you know, positive outcome that will surface for our people. All right, Abigail, thanks for being part of this conversation. Anonymous, good morning to you. Today, Kathy, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm good. Just mm. speaking to one of the Dinal's employee, I just resigned, not simply because I got the mm. job somewhere else, because mm. I could not live any longer. Mm. You know, it was kind of frustrating. So um, the situation in Dinal, uh, particularly in Dinal and system in Lekitin, it is very dire. It is very dire. They have communicated for money that there is no 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 cash flow expected or mm. no salary expected for May. And it's kind of frustrating. Can you imagine? You need to keep up with your your, your, your monthly bond, everything. So I don't see any change anytime soon. And Luckily, Anonymous, when when yes, when did you resign? Uh, I'm saying this is my last month. I mean, this is my um, I resigned on the first. That was on uh, the 31st of last month of this month. I'm saving mm. uh, 30 days notice now. Mm. Mm. You see, and uh, one thing frustrating is. You're losing a very skillful people. You know, I'm likely I'm directly involved in Armsco. Dinel project, and I know exactly what's happening. So, I'm sorry, there's a veg, it's at a point of really uh, canceling some of the contracts because there's no deliverable. You see, but so those contracts is, were entered into in an attempt to save the financial situation of Dinel, yeah, yeah. But then, if Dinel cannot pay suppliers, you see, the previous caller that called, I know the story of that uh, APU mm. one weekend, the APU. We were passed and then our, our our computer, we could not access the server. So I think that's a guy who was contracted. And I feel sorry for him, Shane, that he did the job out of his own pocket, but he cannot be paid. It's a challenge. Mm-hmm. I wonder what you are doing about this. Like, mm-hmm. I just uh, requested in my breakdown the amount that they owe me for the past months, that's from last year, mm-hmm. March, April, somewhere there. It's a huge amount, and seemingly I'm not going to receive it. So, Anonymous, what have you had to do over this last year? Because it will literally be a year in about a month or two. What what have you had to do? I was going to work every day, even Mm. today. I'm I'm actually at work, you know. Mm. So, I've been reporting to work. I think the only month I did not go to work, that was on March when they first introduced the the lockdown. At April, I immediately resumed, resumed back to work. 
So ever since I've been actually at work. Mm. What have you had to cut out of your life in order a to lot, be able to lot, continue going lot. to work? I had to move. I had to move back with a friend. My my child has to go back home because I could no longer afford the school fees. A lot has been. The lifestyle has changed a lot, a lot. Oh, I'm so sorry to a hear lot. about that, Anonymous. Yeah, but it's a pity because you have your your private Korean of this world who are being portrayed as a messiah to save the the SOEs, but she's not doing anything, eh? Mm. Not doing, I've never seen a, a company that has a full order book, but they cannot execute. They have a full order book, mm. but they cannot deliver. It is not a, um, a matter of, you know, does not have a business anymore. No, they have a full order book. They cannot deliver. And and at this point, Anonymous, so the, this is your last month of, of notice. Yeah, yeah, Any yes, idea yes. Of, of what you might do next? Uh, I mean, I'm not too sure, Katie. I'll mm. start searching for a job because I'm a professional by, by uh, I mean, I have a mm. degree in mm. whatever that I was doing. So I'll start searching for a job. All right. Well, we certainly yeah. wish you all of the best and I'm so no. sorry to hear about your No your problem, Katie. I just, I just feel for yeah. my colleagues and those who still have a faith in denial because the gentleman, the, the CEO, has formally communicated that there is no guarantee of a salary this month. Can you imagine if they can't even pay your debt part, your UIF, yeah. your salaries, I mean, your your, your staff and everything. It's, it's a challenge, Cathy, eh? Oh, all right. Anonymous, yeah. thanks for that call. Okay, Mwako, let me wrap it up with you. You're calling us from Polokwane. Very briefly, please. Good day and uh, good day to the listeners. You know, mm. it is so painful and pathetic. And this mm. vindicates some of us as feeling that those who are in power have, you know, so much profound hatred of black people. Uh, where was the oversight when this happened? Mm, mm. Who was in charge for all nine years? Whose responsibility was to make sure that uh, SOEs are performing and performing to the line and even better off? Is the current state president. What was he doing when he was in charge of these things? Sleeping on duty. You know, it's so bad. It's so pathetic. It's so painful that we have to talk of this. And... Who says it could not happen? It happened to SABC retrenchments. Post office is down. Prasa is no more. Mm. ESCOM is no more. You mentioned them all. Oh, it's, what it's, are those yeah. who are in power doing? Except to, you know, line up their pockets. And this also goes to the unions. Except that what are they doing? They would have seen this coming. But because they are lining up for positions of mayors and uh, MECs and, uh, you know, they have no interest of the workers. We're going to have to leave it there for this morning. I'm so sorry we can't continue because I have no to get problem. ready to hand over to Sakina Kamwendo. I did receive a statement from NUMSA and the National Union of Metal Workers has today filed papers at the Constitutional Court and it's in an effort to force Parliament to actually intervene in the future of all major state-owned companies with specific reference to SA Express and Denal as both these entities are are on the verge of collapse due to decisions they say taken by the finance minister Tito Mboweni and the minister of public enterprises Pravin Gordon. So that's a matter that we'll have to look closely at in the coming days. That's where I leave it for today. Sakina Kamwendo is up next with with the update at noon. Sakina, welcome back. I hope you've had a long and restful weekend. <laughs>